Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock. Today's topic on the program, Building Bridges of Patience in Daily Living. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And new Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120 KTXW, today's Christian Talk. Good day. This is Evelyn Davison in the studio here at KTXW with my friend, Miss Kathy Inderbrock. And it's so good to be here with you this morning, Evelyn. And you are Kathy Inderbrock. I am Kathy Inderbrock. <laughs> You're going to let me introduce myself this morning, are you? Well, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And I tell you, Kathy, I just stay so excited every day as to what I see God do. And mm. and when it comes time to go to bed at night, I'm not real patient with myself because I did not get as much done as I thought I would do. I'm right there with you. But I told Van yesterday, I do pretty well for a little great granny. <laughs> <laughs> but our subject today is on being patient. And many of us live in the hotel a pain and sin, and we're not patient with God. But patience, uh, we need to dwell in the palace of patience. So let's talk about that today. Well, let's we are going to we are going to invite everyone to come over and start living in that palace of patience. That's <laughs> right. And 
Um, we, I, you know, it's so amazing when we look at laying out all of the different shows, Evelyn, and what we're going to talk about, and, and I think, well, what has the Lord taught me on this topic? And boy, sometimes I've got to go and, and really dig deep and take a pretty close look, and but boy, with patience, I have just learned so much. So you may have to kind of shush me a little bit today because I've got a lot to say, I think. That's fine. That's why we're here <laughs> is because we do have a voice. And we are so blessed, Kathy, that we do have the opportunity. And we're moving. You know, here it is uh, getting cl- close to fall. And uh, in just a not very uh, many weeks from now, we'll be celebrating our 30th anniversary yes. of Love Talk for Love Walking. and. What we are going to talk about is today is developing a patient heart. Mm -hmm. And as we said, living in the palace of peace. So has your home been a palace of patience this week? (laughs) (laughs) Mine has not. I have to be honest. Well, I will tell you something that I've learned. It is, it's, it's easy for me to step back and show some patience with the girls. And, um, you know, Evelyn, as you know, Eric has, since he accepted this new job that is where mm-hmm. the company's headquartered outside of Boise, Idaho, he's had to do a lot of travel, and uh, it's given me a whole new compassion for single parents, single moms, single dads. That is a very difficult, a difficult life. And so I've had to really be patient um, with with the situation, you know, and, and I do have line of sight. Hopefully in December, um, Eric will begin traveling a lot less. But so I've had to be a lot of pa- more patient with the girls because I find I'm run down. I'm, I'm tired. Um, I'm ready for the day to be over at about 7 p.m. And yet I still have to get to 10 p.m. But what I found is that I didn't realize I need to be patient with myself. And so that's right. what the Lord has been teaching me is that, you know, sometimes, Kathy, you have to show yourself uh, a patience. Well, let's just define uh, patience. Uh, the definition of being patient is bearing pain and annoyance without complaint. Now, Kathy, <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit I'm very good at that this week. Uh, I have not been good at that this week. I, I work out uh, in the breezeway between our home. Uh, we are, live on a corner lot. And Van's Playhouse, which is behind us, that's connected, where we have a, a patio that has a fireplace and all that outside. And so, because I, most people know, I'm very, very allergic to dust and a lot of different things. And so I have to be very careful with where I uh, spend a lot of time. And so this week I was uh, working out and on the treadmill and Van came through and he has the he has a real issue with door locking. Mm. He keeps the doors locked, and he does that to protect me. Well, he locked me into the reason. <laughs> he wants you to get a little and bit more exercise. Me, uh, it, it set this little thing off, you know, this alarm clock that goes off. And so, of course, he apologized. We laughed about it. But, you know, we get so accustomed to doing the things that we normally do that when the least little thing comes along, that disturbs that routine or that desire or that passion or that vision, then it's just really um, an opportunity for us to learn to be more patient. And, you know, also right along with that, um, patience is really showing some calm self-control. And I know sometimes it's not self-control, it's God-control. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But showing that self-control under stress. And, you know, it's so interesting because... um, 
I am not by nature a calm person, Mm -hmm. but I generally do keep my head on straight in emergency situations. And, um, and I have found that, that since I've really grown in my relationship with the Lord, that's so much easier because I'm able to trust moment by moment in emergency situations, seeking God for help, um, you know, with wisdom and what to do. Well, one of the things that I have problems with is uh, knowing exactly how far to go before you blow the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when you have... Lots of things going on and, you know, many details for the ministries like you have with uh, Pray Today. And, of course, we have with the Good News Journal, with Love Talk, with National Day of Prayer, uh, with Personality, with Class, uh, many of the things that are part of my life in the area of leadership. And that's what we're talking about today is how can I develop that attitude of patience as a leader uh, it is uh, often very, very stressful when you're waiting on deadlines or you're waiting for this or something else. But I have had to really um, t- talk to Evelyn about that because I think when something needs to be done, you do it today. You know, yes. that's my, my personality. Yeah, and why put off till tomorrow what you can do today that's right, right now? That's right. And so what I really uh, struggle with more than anything is the scheduling and the stress that comes with that while we're waiting on someone to make a decision. And, and, but I've learned a lot through the years. I've learned that God has not made me someone else's Holy Spirit. And so mm-hmm. I, I have learned uh, just be a little more patient, Evelyn. Give them a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another one is persevering. Uh, not just being hastened uh, or impatient, but with disappointment. How does that work out, uh, Kathy, when we think about how it is that we walk with patience uh, when we are disappointed. Well, I mean, I, I think like so many other things, this patience is really tied into the grace of God. I mean, when you are just like you said, you're waiting on another person and this deadline is fast approaching and you are becoming impatient. Well, you know, persevering through that and, you know, speaking a blessing or saying a prayer for that individual rather than um being harsh and also you know Evelyn I think this comes in under trial you know when we are disappointed when our expectations aren't being met um, persevering through that with Mm -hmm. requires great patience and steadfastness that's true because the scripture says perseverance comes before endurance comes before perseverance and it is hard to get that in our heart and in our mind where we can actively live that out and not get our motor just running, you know, full speed, expecting everybody to keep up with us. But let's let's kind of define the opposite of patience, and that is impatience and anxiety. What does anxiety have to do with being patient, Kathy? Let's talk about that a little bit. Oh, my goodness. You know, I and, and I, I love that you asked this question because when we look at the um, the – number of people who are on antidepressants and medication that helps with anxiety. And, and you'd mentioned Let's Pray Today Ministries. Our top um, CD that has sold the most copies and that most people have downloaded is Overcoming Anxiety and Depression. The world is filled with anxiety. Mm-hmm. 
and um, you know, and that's tied directly to trust, which we're going to talk about, right. which is is tied back to patience. And so, when we are wanting to rush, when we're feeling the pressures of time on us, when we are being impatient. Our thoughts tend to start um, getting very hurried, and they always start going towards the negative. And as Mm -hmm. soon as we begin thinking the worst of things rather than God's best for things, that's when inside we really start to get very anxious. Well, one of the ways that we uh, draw a picture of that, Kathy, is with what we call the um, jigsaw puzzle profile for life. Uh, there is a scripture that Paul has given us. It says, I pray the eyes of your heart might see the things of God. Mm-hmm. And so often, especially in, in the younger uh, generation, we look at our world and we paint the picture of what the, we want the world to be. And it's just not that way. Mm-hmm. And we become impatient with our children, uh, with our leaders, uh, with our pastors. It just moves out in a wave of anxiety is we begin to think, you know, we are losing control or God's losing control. And that is not true. That is not true. I, I love the picture of, of the jigsaw, jigsaw puzzle. Uh, when you look at your life and you have all these holes around the picture and you don't understand, you know, why God has not provided this in my life. You know, I've asked him, take away my speech problems take away my health problem but that hole is as big now as it was when I was in the fourth grade I still struggle with that and I wonder why you know we all wonder and want and you you in fact wonder just turns into worry when you think it's not going to get better it's going to get worse well that's true of a lot of things in our life it's true of our children it's it's true of our leaders we begin to worry and we feel that hole that we can't see what God's plan is or his passion is, what the Lord Jesus says about it. And we fill it with anxiety and impatience and fear and worry and all those things that just take a grip on us and control us. And so basically what it is, if you look at that uh, jigsaw puzzle plan for life, is that God's work, working on the pieces. Mm-hmm. Those pieces are there because we've either filled those holes up with something, and we call that basically the hotel of hostility, is when we look at what we don't have and we measure it against what we think God owes us. And in America, we have that syndrome. It's really... Um, a priority in the lives of so many people is we, we've either just lived by entitlement, thinking God owes us everything, or we live by uh, impatience, thinking that, you know, government is Santa Claus and we get everything we need from him. When these holes, these needs, these spaces are waiting for us to lift up to the Lord Jesus that he might fill them with grace. And sometimes it's because the pieces around it are not ready. That's true. He makes those pieces to fit into the life plan that he has for us. And that's Jeremiah 29, 11, and it says this, I know something. I know the plans that I have for you. All of those pieces that are in your life, those all fit together according to my plans. And those plans are not to harm you, but they are good plans for you to have a hope and a future. 
And God's plans for us are always plans of blessing. And, you know, sometimes we may have some things in our lives that don't feel much like a blessing, but if they require some patience, some patient perseverance, lifting those things up to God, and he will take those and turn them to blessing. Well, that's so true. I had a, a pastor friend that I was talking to about this one day, and, and I told him, I said, I think one of those reasons that we've got all these holes in our life, and there were some real, uh, real challenges going on, his daughter-in-law uh, just sat up one night in a chair and died in the chair. And... <clears throat> So I told him, I said, you know, these holes are there for God's purposes, for us to learn to trust him. And he said, you mean to tell me, I'm sorry, I've got this stuff today. You mean to tell me that hole is in my soul to make me holy? And I said, that's (laughs) right, brother. It is time for us to take our break. Uh, Mike, let's do that, and I'll get some water, and we'll get things working again right after this. So stay with us for Love Talk. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small, for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120 KTXW, Today's Christian Talk. 
And welcome back to Love Talk on KTXW The Bridge. This is Kathy Enderbrock in the studios with the First Lady of Love, Evelyn Davison. And we are talking today about patience. And we've been in this series, Evelyn, on um, just developing a heart for leadership. And we've been talking about principles and promises for parenting and living. And, you know, in the first part of our program, we talked a little bit about what is patience. And and we looked at bearing pain and annoyance without complaint, showing calm self-control under stress, persevering, not being hasty or impatient with disappointment. And um, and we looked a bit about at the opposite of patience, that's impatience, anxiety, control, living in that hotel of hostility rather than in the palace of patience. And, you know, Evelyn, we can see in, in, in the media and all around us just storms of impatience brewing in the world today. What would you see some of those things as being? Well, of course, in America, we see the the lack of real security uh, in homes today. In the areas, in some cities, we are blessed in our area that we don't have it like they do in Chicago, and that is crime and how bad that is. Uh, other signs are, you know, our lack of security on our borders. We have people coming into this nation that do not know the dream or the passion of America and how our founding fathers built this nation and life every day on God's word and and the, the principles for a good life. And so there are a lot of things that disturb us and take away our peace. And, you know, I love what you said, that our founding fathers built the nation and in such a need-it-now culture. I mean, that's really what we have. It's, it's a need-it-now culture. Uh, we think that we snap our fingers and we should get what we want. And we forget that a strong foundation, it takes time to build. You must be patient and steadfast in that. And, you know, I, I even think... You know, we have this multi-billion dollar health and diet industry because people have, you know, maybe gained weight or gotten out of shape over a number of years. And yet they they have got they need it now to be in shape, to lose the weight. They'll drink whatever shakes, Mm -hmm. they'll take whatever pills that will get them the results that they want. And you talked a bit about our debt crisis. And, you know, my daddy, he pointed out to me, he said, you know, Kath. We used to wait and save the money mm-hmm. before we bought that car, before we bought that house. Mm-hmm. And you need to learn some patience with your finances. And, um, I, you know, my parents have grown such a frugal heart in me, and I am a big saver. And, you know, thank goodness, you know, financial concerns are not something that Eric and I have had to struggle with in, in marriage. Um, but that does tie right back to that need it now impatient culture. And we talk about road violence as well, you know, on the roads. We need to be patient out there. Mm-hmm. It takes time, especially if you're driving I-35. Or 183, they call that suicide <laughs> alley. Well, you know, some of the signs of patience in those that do not know the truth about America and how America was founded, Kathy, or do not know the truth of the love of the Lord Jesus, then it, he does have a plan. Yes. Now, we know that plan is that the, the Lord Jesus came once, but he's coming twice. He is coming again, and that is the plan that we operate under uh, as Christians, that we are in a period of time when we can expect that the Lord could call us, you know, this is a time that a new world is a new world beginning. And so those who don't know him fear that. They fear the even expression of that 
in an open, uh, caring way, uh, even with our children in school who are not allowed to pray. Or, uh, or Just a few weeks ago, there was a young boy, and I think we mentioned this before, that was dismissed from school because his his friend next to him sneezed, and he said, God bless you, yes. and they sent him home. And those are things that are not really um, part of America. It's becoming so fragmented in some of our beliefs. But part of it comes from anger and hate and mm-hmm. greed and, and control. And, you know, with the wars and things that are go on just constantly, it is enough to scare us. Well, that's true. I mean, I think when you lose that sense of patience, when you become focused on that culture of now, you really lose the sense of the eternal. You lose the sense of that um, great future. And if you lose that sense of the internal, you just really get sucked into this spinning whirlpool of, of temporal comfort, temporal pleasure temporal welfare and affluence. What do I need now to make me happy? What can I do this moment to feel loved? Um, And, you know, for many, the blessings that God promises, we talked about this from Jeremiah, God promises plans that will bless us. But so many seem... uh, the so many in America see those blessings of God as useless mm-hmm. because they want everything right now and they're not willing to wait for it. Well, that is true. And, you know, that a lot of that is impregnated in Christian homes. You know, we, we get so accustomed to just going out and buying the latest toy or the latest whatever. And uh, we and yet. When we look at what we have, there's a fear of losing what we have because of the things that are going on, you know, around us. And then fretting over, as you mentioned, you know, economic disaster. And even, you know, the last few months, the World War Three stories that just blast us off of the Internet or on television. Well, sure. I mean, you know, Evelyn, I love that you mentioned this because, you know, it's understandable to me that, that people who do not know Christ – Um, that they would not have that patience. Because as we talked earlier in our first segment, patience is tied to love. It's the hallmark of love. In 1 Corinthians, when God is giving his definition for love, out of 15 characteristics that he gives, the very first characteristic he gives is patience. Love is patient. Um, So I get it that unbelievers may not have that, but we also see Christians who are impatient And, you know, this prosperity gospel has really invaded our churches saying that, um, you know, the Lord wants to bless you right now financially. The Lord wants to make your life right now easy. The Lord wants you to be uh, prosperous like King Solomon and King David. And, and, uh, you know, God does want to bless you now. But you know what he wants to bless you with? He wants to bless you with patience with love for your children with joy for the moment regardless of circumstances he wants to give us um, blessings that money cannot buy and so many in america and i will group um, my christian brothers and sisters into this a lot of us do not get that what we want in prosperity when what we want in the blessings of god are things that money cannot cannot buy. buy Well, there there are the two sides we've talked about, but either side, when things bad things happen to people, uh, it can give us a better view yes. of who God really is. It if just one little piece in that jigsaw puzzle is put in, sometimes we can see. It may come when we have cancer and 
uh, it, it may come when we lose a job or when children get sick or when, you know, there's uh, dysfunction in a family. All of these things sometimes draw us closer to what it is that the Lord has for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it looks like we are in a really rough time right now in our world, and especially in the near future. But it does tell us, Kathy, if we stop and think about it, that we know the truth as believers in the Lord Jesus. And that the truth really is the door to life, not the life on earth as we see it every day, but the life that Jesus Christ came, and we call it the Easter life. And that is exciting (laughs) to me, Kathy. true. You know, I love that, that, you know, God's promises, his principles are so easy to contrast that when we talk about a lack of patience, well, we can say there are signs of that anger, hate, greed, control, anxiety. But then on the flip side of that, we can say, okay, well, what does a patient heart look like? And exactly like you said it, it begins with truth. And, and, um, when when we look at the truth of God's word and, and the truth of situations and, and being patient in that situation, we can't have patience without knowing the truth because mm-hmm. patience is not ignoring a problem. Patience is not being indifferent towards what's going on. But patience is stepping in there um, with full knowledge, relying on God's truth to always trump the situation that is being thrown at us or the situation that we find us in. And let me tell you, the media's truth, (laughs) a lot of times, um, that is not God's truth. It does not line up. And so I love it when the media says something that's true. It's always great to go to your Bible and say, now what does God say is true? We're seeing a lot of that people are changing their mind about a lot of things. And one of the things that truth does for us, Kathy, is it teaches us and it trains us. Yes. Uh, it motivates us, and it empowers us to trust God. You know, you can get up in the morning, you can go to bed at night, and you can have 10 million things to worry about. But the thing is, the Lord says, is in the morning, honey, guess what? On your front door, I'm going to leave a bucket full of love and mercy and goodness and kindness. You will have enough for just one day at a time. And that's how we live, basically, mm-hmm. is in trusting God. And the other is that when we, we know he has a plan, but are we committed to his plan instead of our plan? That is the real um, dividing issue between patience and impatience. Are we willing to commit to his plan and not tell him every morning, God, you've got to do this today because I'm waiting on this and I can't do this till you get this done. And I had a long time that it turned me, that it, that where he taught me, you're not in control of this, Evelyn. Let me do the things that I need to do for you. So the truth is he set us free and he builds patience and assurance replaces impatience. And we're going to talk about that, Kathy, when we come right back. What is it? that Jesus wants to give you so that you can live a better life of patience right after this. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. 
and it's packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120 KTXW, today's Christian Talk. This is Kathy Enderbrock in the studio with Evelyn Davison on Love Talk Radio, KTXW, The Bridge. And we are talking about a patient heart. And, Evelyn, I am busy here taking notes. And, you know, I know that I say that when I come in, but this is like my own personal Bible study. I love how much I learn personally here every time we get together. And in talking about a patient heart, we had talked about the truth and trusting God. And, Evelyn, you went out letting um, our listeners, our audience, our friends know that there is something that Jesus wants to give us. It's a gift. And it's, you have to have that gift before you can have patience. And if you have that gift before you can move out of that hotel of hostility that we were talking about into the palace of peace. And it is a new heart, Kathy. I love that, that it's he came heart. to give us a new heart and set us free. I, you know, there's so much. When we're talking about anxiety and fear and greed and control, how many of us want to be set free from those things? They can be like shackles around our feet that, will not, that won't let us even get out of bed. They can be so severe. And God, Jesus came to give us a new heart and set us free. And I love it. Galatians 5.1 tells us, Christ has truly set us free. I mean, it's been done, honey. It has been done. There is no need to wait for this. And, you know, if Christ has done it, it is an eternal setting free. This is something that is done once 
and forever. forever. And the only person who can put those shackles back on our feet is us if we want to step back into it because the enemy cannot touch us. No one can put those shackles back on our feet. Christ well, the reason we now. know that we've got general freedom is that Jesus has granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us. That's Second Peter 1.3. One of the things that we don't really get hold of mm-hmm. is the fact that he has called us. He has chosen us. He has gifted us. He has deposited us in a love field where he wants to return on his investment. And, and like you said in Second Peter, he has granted to us what? Everything. Not almost everything. Not a little bit. But he has granted us. He has given to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. That means life and living life well. Living life right. And it's through the knowledge of him who called us. I love that, how much God wraps up in knowledge. And again, that ties back to what we were saying. Patience is not turning a blind eye to something. Patience cannot be patient without truth. And God has given us the truth of the knowledge of him who called us. Um, Okay, well, there's a need out there. And we've been talking about that. And it's, it's patience in the wait. And I think that all of us have been in those waiting rooms of life. And waiting rooms are not fun. I've been in waiting rooms at hospitals before. It's like before. waiting for a baby to be born. It's painful. <laughs> it is painful. <laughs> Excuse me. May I say, though, it is less painful for the people that are sitting in the waiting room. But, what, I, yeah, especially if, if, if you're a woman, you've had a child, you know that that waiting is not well, a fun Well, it's hard thing. On, on fathers, young fathers, yes. too. But, you know, whether it's a hard day at work or, or there's family trouble or, or major health issues, uh, or depression. One of the things, Kathy, that we don't really understand as Christians, how depression can come in and just rob people of every ounce of joy they have. Shut them up in that prison of a household where they don't want to get out. They don't want to do anything. They, it, it is a mystery to me how in a, a life of freedom that we can get to the point where we think we have lost it all and there's no hope left. You know, Evelyn, I had a, re- a very dear friend. Um, he lives overseas, and, and he and his wife are very good friends of, of Eric and I. And he was describing to me what depression felt like. He had, you know, clinical depression. And he said, you know, Kathy, it's like I'm a ghost, that I don't really exist, and that I'm just walking through and and not really seeing anything and nobody's really seeing me and I'm just going through and, and nothing feels many, meaningful or real. Everything just feels empty and dead. And he, he said it was like, you know, kind of a walking dead, a, a ghost. And, I, you know, I know that there are so many out there who are experiencing that exact same situation in life. How, do you, how does patience tie into that? How, you know, how can we be in this... Um, in this depression, in this heartache, going through this time of trouble and saying, you know, God wants me, God wants this for me. He he wants me just to wait through this. I want to get out of this. I want to get out of this now. Well, one of the things that um, is so difficult to deal with when there is a spirit of depression that comes into a family Mm -hmm. is how we can take it and own it ourselves. I have friends that uh, are just terribly, terribly depressed. And 
it has created some of the most um, uh, hurtful relationships that I know of. In fact, we have a friend that's 92 years old, and uh, he lost his wife recently. And uh, I, I asked him last week, I said, how are you doing? He said, I'm not. You know, I'm just, I, I, I said, well, what can I do, we do to help you? What can Van do to help you? He said, nothing. And I said, well, why don't, you know, how are you doing about food? Maybe, you know, you're not. He said, well, I'm living on peanut butter and bread and mm-hmm. cereal. And when Van and I left there, I said, what can we do to help our friend besides pray? Mm-hmm. And that's when love walking turns, uh, love talking turns into love walking. You betcha. You've got to figure out yes. something to do. And those are people that God brings into our life to teach us. You know, how to give, how to be really uh, patient with them and love them through these times. Because we've right. all gone through that. You know, death is a horrible thing uh, to love. It's, it's just, it's like you just, part of you dies. But the thing is, with a trusting heart, we know that it's not going to be long, especially with a 92-year-old, when they're going to have a great reunion. And so those things are hard when you're in a depressed stage to get a picture of. And that's one of those holes in your soul that we were talking about earlier, how you can get so deep into that that all the other things you leave perspective, you leave a vision of what it is God has for your life. You know, Evelyn, I love that because God always calls us into relationship. And, you know, so many times he is calling us into relationship with him because to 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 learn about who he is to learn about his character and you know beth moore says what is it that you need him to right. be today because what he's is your everything. need and not that's your right. greed that's what she said and saying. uh and the church is all about relationship and now when you are in these difficult times when you are having family trouble health issues that yes. is when you reach out in relationship. And it may be relationship to a solid Christian counselor to help you understand where some of these things are coming from, to help you work through some of these issues, to help you get healthy. It may be reaching out to your church family to allow them to love on you, to hug you, to show you affection, to you know, make you some dinner so you don't have to eat peanut butter that night. And I love it that Christ gave us a promise that he came to set us free and we get to trust him. And he not only gave us this promise from heaven, but then he surrounded us with his promise keepers, those the, those individuals, his church, his bride. And how would you like for the beautiful bride of Christ to come and keep you company today? Well, it's a power package that comes. And when depression comes, then the first thing you do is you go back to the praise palace and begin to praise him that, Lord, I know you're bigger than this. I know that, that you've got a plan. I know that this is temporary. I know that there are things that I've got to work through. And mm-hmm. I ask you, one of the most um, mm, I guess uh, helpful programs that are available today is Recovery Now. And many churches have them. Our church in Pflugerville has one at First Baptist in Pflugerville. Recovery Now is for people that have had broken hearts, Kathy. It might be because of uh, a situation they've created in their life, you know, or a marriage or a uh, relationship with children uh it may be uh i in fact have one friend it was just from fear 
she she just couldn't go anything she where she was just totally in bondage to fear and fear for her children uh, but recovery now is a great program and there are many churches that have it now uh, i have a friend who lost a grandchild and she went to recovery now to begin to think good things again about you know what it really means to trust god and that's what we're talking about today if you're impatient with god then you're in trouble so where it is what is it that we need to do to be in that place where he can help us he can heal us he can empower us is to develop a trusting heart that's right and you know that's really a path the lord allows us to take all of these paths to choose the path choose this day who we will serve choose which path you're going to walk down and you know evelyn my mom she's been a a christian counselor for over 25 years and just seen miracle after miracle and changed lives and something that she pointed out to me when i was in my mid-30s she said you know kath i suffered with great depression Mm -hmm. when i was in my late 30s And she said, had I taken the right path and set my heart on the right things in my early 30s, I would have not have gotten to a point of disabling depression in my late 30s. And so it's, you know, I love these these um, programs and, and these teachings about a heart because we need to have a plan now. We need to be focusing on our heart now. We need to be um, developing a patient heart now so that when the crisis comes, we are not crippled, but we are in a place that uh, we can patiently be steadfast, trusting God that he will bring beauty from ashes, that he will turn that morning into songs of praise, and we can trust him for that. So developing a trusting heart and trusting the work of patience um, I, you know, I know there's something in James. I don't know if we have time to share it. Let's right take now. our break and we'll come back and find out what it is the Lord really wants to give you to counteract all these things that we've talked about today that cause you to be impatient right after this. Stay with us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. 
But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120 KTXW, Today's Christian Talk. And welcome back. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Love Talk on KTXW, The Bridge, in the studio with the First Lady of Love, Evelyn Davison. And we are talking about the patient heart, what a patient heart looks like. And we've been talking about impatience. And, Evelyn, you went out really letting everyone know that there is a gift that God has given us to counteract impatience. And and I am so excited to be able to share that with everyone. And that gift that that Christ outlines comes directly from James chapter one, verses two through eight. And that gift is faith under pressure. And James says, consider it a sheer gift. This is a gift from God. Friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. Wow. I I know a lot of people feel sometimes, yeah, I'm getting it from all sides today. Is that one of y'all out there? You know, James continues, that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try and get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. (laughs) Well, God wants some really good things for us. Well, to be uh, deficient means that it it is so easy to just cast out our faith and follow the path of fear. Uh, years ago, we had a friend that uh, was a CPA, and he was a treasurer of one of the missions that Van and I helped start. And um, it, it, he he experienced some problems, and it, it just gripped his life so bad that he just literally shut himself away from God. He said, I don't like the way you do business. Now, I've been there. I, I can tell you. I've been there. And it's when you look at your life and you see all these holes in your soul that we were talking about early, place, you know, pieces that God has not ready, that's not ready made from him. And it is a need. It's a grave need, uh, especially if you have a child that has real needs. Or, you know, you maybe are in a, an abusive marriage. None of these things really have been part of my life. But we think about those, Kathy, because it is a trap that Satan uses to rob us of the gift that God's given us. And that is our faith that we can trust him. So a patient heart is in the developing stage of being a trusting heart. To trust the Lord Jesus, he does have a plan. And that he has the power to bring that plan about in our life. 
uh, Psalm 56, 3 says, when I am afraid, what am I supposed to do, Kathy? I will put my trust in thee, in God, mm-hmm. whose word I praise. In God I have put my trust, and I shall not, I will not be afraid. What can mere, mere man do to me? You know, that is, uh, that's a question we have to ask ourselves, Kathy. If we don't choose God's way, what way are we choosing? Man's way. Man's way. And man's way is so different from God's way. It is. Because it's that you get out there and you grab anything you can grab and you hold on to it so that you can fix your own need. When God has the gift of grace he wants to give us, a gift that only comes from him. And it's it's not just uh, a head gift, Kathy. It is a heart gift that changes everything about our life. And because he said, what I want to do is I want to give you this gift. And this gift is the truth, which will set you free to be the person that I've designed you to be, that you ought to be. And it is an amazing thing in life that these challenges come to us. In ways that would just smother out our faith and smother out our life. But when we come back to the point where we realize that this is a time when I cannot do it myself. I've got to trust God. I've got to trust him. And that's so, that's so we, true. So, it's, so many times it's when we come to the end of ourselves. When we realize I've got nothing. I cannot pull myself up from this. That we look towards the only person who can make a difference. And, and that's our God. And, you know, Evelyn, I love what you said earlier that, you know, when we wake up in the morning and we pray, God, you have to do this. Lord, you have to do that. I need you to do this today. I love going in the morning to God in prayer. I love that. I always try and remember, go to him with praise, seeking his will first above mine. Because what I have found is when I go to him saying, Lord, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. When yes. he doesn't do it at the end of the day. I feel distant from him. I feel like, well, he didn't listen to me. He wasn't wanting what's best for me. But when I go to him in in the morning in praise, wanting his will for that day, laying out my day and saying, this is what I've got, but I know what you've got is better. At the end of the day, I can rejoice with him no matter what the day has brought. Well, the thing, the greatest gift that comes to us through patience when we trust the Lord Jesus is one thing, Kathy. It is assurance. There's an old song, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Mm -hmm. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Blessed Assurance comes from the love of the Lord Jesus, and it is a gift. Mm -hmm. Uh, People today, you know, when you talk to them about if they're in trouble, uh, whatever kind of trouble you might want to name today or need, uh, they major on having that need met. Mm-hmm. It, it may be a new car. You may, you know, may need a new car right now. I need to get my tires pumped up. I told Van yesterday, that's my need today. My tires are a little bit low. We major on that need, uh, and sometimes we make it greed because we think God owes us. But the one thing that he gives us is the truth which will set us free. And when we're free, we have the assurance of knowing that Jesus is a rope of hope. And, you know, we can, we can become a Christian, and we, sometimes we'd even dare to begin to live 
the life of faith. It takes practice. It, because with practice comes the assurance. Well, Lord, he did it last time. He'll do it again. Lord, you did it last time. I'm trusting you to do it again. I'm in trouble here. <laughs> and I, I cry that out a lot. But, you know, one of the things that is so true about this is, is that precisely why his assurance is given is that we might know that we can trust him. God says that you and I have been granted everything we will ever need to do what? To live a triumphant Christian life. And I love that because God wants us to be these conquerors, these courageous conquerors. And so he is going to set some things in our path, some some hurdles, some things that we can't possibly get over. And, you know, it's amazing because with his grace and with his aid and with his help, and, and a little bit of perseverance, you get over that and you look back and you say, wow, oh, look at where you have brought me. Look at where I've come. And it's amazing. And we're able to see God's glorious provision. You know, he, he, um, he gives us assurance and he gives us provision. And that provision, and, and this is what is so important, Evelyn, the provision God, that God gives us begins after we trust Christ for salvation, for new life. And so, you know, God always, he will dif- differentiate his children from those are, that are not his children, those that believe in him from those that do not believe in him, because there is a step that he asks us to take, believing in his son, Jesus Christ, who has come to give us life, a triumphant Christian life, a wonderful, joyous Christian life. But we have to take the plunge of faith before his divine power is released into our life. See, Kathy, you know, when you think about that and you think about it, it's like going out to the riverbank and just jumping off in the river, you know, just like you just, it's moving and you can't, you know, what else could you do? But it takes a plunging faith to penetrate where we are in the needs that we have. We have got to really come to that point where we say, Lord, I cast it all on you. I'm fishing here, but I cast it all on you. And when we do that, that's when he comes in and just really begins to show us how to grow us up into the people or the person he wants us to be. And salvation is free, Kathy. Mm. He said, I have come to set you free. How does he set you free? It's by that new birth. It is new life. And he said, you must be what? Born again. He's not talking about water birth. He's talking about being born of the Spirit. Born of the Spirit. And that comes when we come to the point that we say, Lord Jesus, I receive the gift of life that you have for me. And I give you my life so that I can begin to live it in a way that would, first of all, honor you, would bless you, and bless others. And we do that very simply. Cassie, how do we do that? A is we acknowledge him. We acknowledge him, we, and we acknowledge who we are, that we are sinners, that we have fallen short. And then B, we believe. We believe that his son was sent for us, that Christ died on the cross for us to pay that penalty for our sin. And then 
we confess. We confess before him that he is Lord, that we accept him as Lord, and that we give him all of who we are, our sins, everything we are, and we accept him as Lord over our lives. Well, it's, that's what we're all about, and we had a, we've had a great day today. If you'd love to talk to us about that, call us on our love line at 512-249-6535 or catch us on the web at lovetalknetwork.com. And we'll see you again next week as we hold on to our rope of hope, Jesus Christ.